Hey everybody, welcome back to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. Today's podcast is with rarepizza.com. They are trying to throw the world's largest pizza party digitally selling NFTs. What are NFTs, you ask? Well, I was asking the same question. So I did an episode with them. This is it. We're going to talk about the world's largest pizza party. What are NFTs? How can you get started with NFTs? Why you should be concerned with NFTs, digital currency, and all that good stuff on this podcast episode. So we recorded this podcast on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is an audio-only app that has rooms. We have a pizza marketing club that you can join. It was only open to iPhone users for the first few months of this year, but now it's open to everybody. If you need an invite, head over to smartpizzamarketing.com or just email me, bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com. I will send you an invite to our pizza marketing club so you can get inside of Clubhouse. But this was a test for me. I was doing this episode on Clubhouse to record the podcast. And I think moving forward, how I'm going to use Clubhouse, and you can get involved with this as well by joining our pizza marketing club, is I'm going to conduct rooms inside of Clubhouse for interviews and sessions that I probably won't put on this podcast, maybe with point of sale systems or people who sell specific services for pizzerias or restaurants or products that I don't want to endorse on by putting them on this podcast, but I do want to get more information for you. And the cool thing about Clubhouse is that you can join with us live, ask your questions with this particular individual from these products and services, and you can get the questions you want answered about them. And it's not recorded. It's just live. You just get to hang out in a room and talk about the product and service and see if it's a good fit for you and get all of your answers your questions answered. I think that's a great way for me to leverage Clubhouse to help you versus just doing the podcast on there and then having them go to the podcast feed because I don't want to do podcasts with point of sale system because for me uh, or any services because for me generally it's kind of boring but if it's Clubhouse and it's not just me interviewing them on a one-on-one basis but it's you being involved with it I think that'll be a little bit more interesting to me and to you. So join Clubhouse, follow me, uh, I'm I'm Bruce Irving on Clubhouse uh, if you need an invitation, shoot me an email, bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com. Push, put the headline Clubhouse because I get a bazillion emails, and if you don't put that, I'll probably forget about it or not see it. So put the head, headline Clubhouse, bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com. I'll send you an invite to our pizza marketing club where we're going to be conducting these rooms moving forward, and it's, I think it's going to be cool for you to join. All right, let's get into today's episode. First, thank you to our sponsors, and then we'll get right into today's episode all about the world's largest pizza party. Oh, you know what? Don't forget, Pizza Summit 2021 happening next week. If you're listening to this podcast when it comes out, the Pizza Summit is happening. 30 sessions, tons of great information. You, as an SPM listener, can use coupon code SPMLIVE to get 50% off. So for $24, I believe it is, with 50% off coupon, you get access to over 30 hours of educational content that you can listen to forever. And if you listen to this podcast, I promise you, There's not going to be any pitching or selling on these sessions. It's all value-packed information. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, May 24th through the 26th, you can join by going to pizzasummit2021.com, 2021.com. Put the coupon code SPMLIVE or SPMPODCAST, all lowercase, and get 50% off. You'll you'll be able to join for $24. Uh, Again, pizzasummit2021.com. We'll see you next week. From Italy to Chicago, the Fontanini family has been creating specialty pizza toppings and authentic sausages for generations. With a commitment to genuine handcrafted family recipes, it's a name that customers equate 
with excellence. The Fontanini brand has become very well known within the Italian and pizza segment of the food service and appears on menus ranging from small, independent Italian restaurants to national pizza chains and everything in between. There's so many places that I've visited over the years doing this podcast that used Fontanini products, and I have to say, I've yet to come across one that I do not enjoy. So whether you're interested in trying Fontanini sliced sausages, raw bulk sausage like they use in Chicago, meatballs, shaved pepperoni, or another pick from the list of products that Fontanini has, Smart Pizza Marketing listeners can request a free sample by going to fontanini.com forward slash smart pizza marketing. Or if you're on Instagram at Fontanini brand, you can follow them, give them a follow, shoot them a direct message, let them know you heard them on the Smart Pizza Marketing podcast. Again, if you want a free sample, you can request something at fontanini.com forward slash smart pizza marketing. Or you know what? If you want a sample, go follow them on Instagram, send them a message, let them know you heard them here on the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast and what you would love to try. If you're looking for consistent quality and superior fresh tomato flavor, check out Stanislaus Food Products. Real Italian values guide this family-owned company. Values like work hard, never cut corners, always do your best, and keep your word. They know consistent flavor and quality is crucial to great food. That's why they work so hard to provide you with the freshest tomato flavor can after can. You can follow them on Instagram at Stanislaus Tomatoes for weekly business building ideas from other successful pizzerias. And I have to say over the past few months, I've been using Stanislaus products in my pizzas that you see over on Instagram that I'm making at home. And I'm very happy with the results. I love this food product and I am very picky about who we suggest you use here on the podcast. So if you hear them on the podcast, you know, I endorse them. I use them. I enjoy them. So if you're listening to this, go check them out on Instagram at Stanislaus Tomatoes. You will not regret it. Welcome everybody to Smart Pizza Marketing. We are recording this live on Clubhouse. I have with me Katrina and Zach from rarepizzas.com. We're going to talk about what they're doing in the project that they're working on with Rare Pizzas, and they're trying to host the world's largest pizza party this week. So welcome to Clubhouse, and welcome to the podcast, guys. Thanks, Bruce, and I'm Snacks. 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 I thought she said Zach. All right. Snacks. I'll, re- I'll re- edit that part out. So welcome welcome to Clubhouse and welcome to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. Give me a little bit of background about how you guys got started with Rare Pizzas. It started on Clubhouse in the room about nothing. And I'd been talking about this idea called Pizza Down for a while, which was a an organization, a decentralized autonomous organization is what it stands for, to promote pizza. And then we had this idea to make an art project, making digital pizzas, and to use the funds from it to throw a global pizza party. And from there, it grew pretty quickly. That's interesting. So how? So explain to me what Rare Pizzas is. So what exactly are people purchasing, or what exactly is it for someone who doesn't know? So when people purchase a Rare Pizza NFT, uh, they get a rare pizza box, which is a digital box. It has a there are a hundred different designs for the boxes, and they look pretty cool. And then that box, anyone who has a box, uh, will receive a digital pizza as well. And there are only ten thousand of them. Um, they have they are topped with art by three hundred fourteen unique toppings artists. So each pizza will have a random selection of toppings. And they look pretty silly. And the 
revenue from selling those goes towards throwing the world's largest pizza party ever. Yeah. And to just be clear, Bruce, so we are Pizza Now. The collective of folks who are running this whole thing is Pizza Now. And the first project that we're implementing is Rare Pizzas, which is the NFT project that Snacks just talked about, which will hopefully result in the world's largest pizza party, which we're actually feeling pretty confident about at this point. How many pizzas, how many pizzas or people does it take to actually say you did throw the world's largest pizza party? Yeah, so actually the bar is pretty low, to be honest. Uh, the current record holders, because we are trying to get those Guinness Book of World Records certified, uh, the current record holders are in Italy, and I believe it's 1,200 folks participating in the world's largest pizza party. Um, and so we're pretty excited because so far we've got at least like 85 shops confirmed around the world um, who will be participating in this. By the end of the week, we hope to have uh, several hundred shops participating, but we can anticipate that that, uh, that record will be broken pretty easily. That said, they may have all been in the same place. Ours is going to be distributed. We're not sure how Guinness is going to feel about that, but we're going to blow their numbers out of the water. We are going to feed at least 20,000 people and probably a lot more. Have you contacted Guinness already? Yeah, we did. And uh, I didn't do it though. So I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the, that's one of the features of being in a decentralized autonomous organization is that somebody else is running that stream of work. Uh, we've had it going for a little while, actually, but Guinness's process is pretty legit. So it takes about six months to get it certified on the expedited route. Um, so, yeah, we are in conversations to get it certified. Uh, but you can imagine it's it's pretty uh, significant to become a part of that title. And sorry, I live next to a doggy daycare. If folks can hear the dogs. Please just ignore them. Um, but, but yes, we are on track to get it, to get it certified. It just may come a little bit after the, the official pizza party. All right. That's interesting. So how does a, like, how does a restaurant or a pizzeria owner get involved with this? They go to our site. Uh, they read about it. They decide they want to do it. They fill out the sign up form at signup.rarepizzas.com or there are links on our website. We reach out to them. We send them $625. They commit to give away $500 worth of pizza to their community and to give their staff $125 as a, you know, as a, as a tip for the trouble. I like that you're giving the, the staff a tip. That's pretty, that's pretty, uh, pretty cool. Well, we, you know, we want to support small business. We want to support the workers that make the pizza all over the world. And we recognize, right, like part of the genesis for this is that last year was a hard year for just about everybody. And we know that pizza shops have been impacted by COVID. And so we wanted to recognize not only, you know, the pizza shops that are still around um, and still in business, but the teams who have been working day in and day out to keep those pizza shops afloat. And so it was important to us to recognize not only pizza, but the, the people who bring forth the pizza. How do you pay, how do the restaurant owners get paid? Like, is it through uh, digital currency or is it actual PayPal or how do you pay them? 
PayPal, credit card, bank transfer, check. Uh, one piece of shop, one's Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Pretty interesting after what Elon Musk just tweeted or talked about, uh, I think, with Bitcoin a couple days ago. or <laughs> I don't know when that was, today or yesterday or maybe even today. It's very interesting, especially when we received all of our pizza money in cryptocurrency. Uh, so our, our treasury, the money that we can distribute for pizzas, is directly impacted by Elon Musk's tweets. Uh, so, yes, it's been a very interesting week for us. That said, we are hoping that Elon and people like him who have lots and lots of money um, start to buy our pizza boxes to fund this party because our last pizza, um, our last digital pizza is going to cost 10,000 Bitcoin, just like the first two pizzas. And it comes with two digital pizzas, just like the first two pizzas that Laszlo bought for 10,000 Bitcoin on May 22nd in 2010. So we're really hoping um, that Elon Musk, Jack Dorsey, Michael Saylor, these types see what we're trying to do, see that this is a beautiful thing for crypto and for the world and a case study in why crypto is so important. Because guess what? It's not easy to send money all over the world to fund a global pizza party. It is not easy. And just for reference, you said 10,000 Bitcoin. Bitcoin price today is about $4,700 for one Bitcoin. Oh, no, $42,000. No, no, I'm that's 47. Yeah, thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. $42,000 for one Bitcoin. So imagine what 10,000 Bitcoins is actually worth. Right. So it's, you know, a little bit less than a half a billion. And uh, we think it's worth it to throw a global pizza party because there's no pizza scarcity problem on our planet. It's a pizza distribution problem. How can restaurant owners make money with NFTs? What do you guys suggest they do? Like, is that possible? It's possible. I You know, I think it depends upon each restaurant i mean our long-term vision so nfts are more than you know art or what people may think they are nfts are literally just digital objects or even receipts so i say nfts are to objects as DAOs are to corporations and what that means is that the sky is sort of the limit it's just a technology and the way we see this going and, and what we're sort of building with pizza dow is a network of pizzerias that spans the entire planet that can share business resources. And the NFT question is interesting, Bruce. I've been thinking about that a lot. You know, Mark Cuban likes to talk about how colleges can start to uh, build their college textbooks on NFTs and then they get paid in royalties, right? So we start to envision what that looks like for pizza shops and the possibilities are actually kind of infinite. There, there are so many ways pizza, pizza shops can approach it. I did talk to a pizza shop who is part of the pizza party with us um, out in U Utah. That's Pizza No-No. And they are coming out with their own NFT. And I don't have the details on it, but there are shop owners out there who are already thinking about how to apply crypto, how to apply NFTs to their business model um, and start to consider themselves a part of like the decentralized Web3 future. And so it's hard for us to prescribe a solution on a pizza shop because there are so many options, uh, but they do exist. They really do exist. And uh, surprisingly, pizza shop owners are already thinking about how to do it themselves. It's kind of shocking to me because pizza shop owners, in my in my experience, and I've been doing, you know, talking about marketing and dealing with pizza shops for a long time. And in my experience, they're so late to adapt to technology. So it's interesting to see a few of them that, 
are thinking about this so early on. I feel like there's not a lot of people talking about this right now, and especially in the restaurant space, there's not a few. But after what restaurants went through in 2020, they definitely should figure out a way to do this. I feel like this is a way for them to make sure that if something like 2020 happens again, which we hope it never does, that this may be a way for them to kind of continue to make money if something like that does happen. I mean, pizza shops have been, you know, you got to give them a little more credit than that, right? Because Pizza Hut sold, now this is Pizza Hut Corporation, but in 1994, Pizza Hut sold uh, pizza on the internet. So there is a bit of history here. Well, I said, you know, it was the first Bitcoin transaction, some of the first internet transactions. And when people talk about these major pizza chains, you know, they say that they're technology companies. And that is true. And so we want to bring that tech to small business. I 100% agree with you. So when I think about the pizza industry, I categorize it in two separate categories, chains and independence. And chains have been technology, tech savvy, way quicker than independence. And that's what I'm referring to, because that's who I talk to and work with the most is the independence. They're way behind when it comes to technology, only because they don't have the resources that the big chains do. But I agree with you. Exactly. You know, the chain, they need to catch up. And I think that if there are independents, even if there are multiple location businesses, if they're thinking about this, they're on the, the forefront of technology for sure. And what's exciting about involving them in this initiative, right, is the 100, 200, 500, however many shops that we onboard, we hope that we will create a community um, around NFTs, around crypto, and that we can start to steward these pizza shops into the future, right, of Web3, of crypto, of uh, NFTs, right? It's like really of finance. Yeah, yeah. And so many pizza shop owners. I mean, I've been texting pizza shop owners. I've been calling them. Like, I feel like I'm talking to them in my sleep. Um, But so many that I've spoken to said, like, what can you help us with afterwards? And it's like, oh, my goodness. Of course, we would love to do, like, broad scale education for you to help you get started in this space. That's what this is all about. This is, like, your first foray um, into, like, like Sam said, like, DeFi or or, uh, yeah, the future of finance or the future of crypto when it comes to retail spaces. And so that's something that's been really encouraging for me. Because we don't believe that the banking system has been doing a great job in serving small businesses and communities around the world. Um, I think it's an easy claim to make. And if we can start to replace some of that infrastructure with decentralized finance, we think it will give communities much more ownership. So the sort of like long, the long-term vision here is that we can get these pizza shops to start using blockchain-based accounting systems, which you know everyone in the world is going to start moving there. But we think we can get pizzerias to be really early on this. And once they do that, um, you know they can satisfy securities disclosures, and their communities could start to actually own shares of the business. And how many times have you know local establishments? Um, closed that didn't need to close if the community had been given the opportunity to show their support. I know that I've lost tons of businesses in my neighborhood that I felt that way about. Do you know any pizzerias that take Bitcoin or digital based currencies at the moment for like to, from the customer's perspective? We definitely have some on our list. 
frankly, I don't think that cryptocurrencies um, with the current uh, network fees are a tremendous payment solution for retail. Um, I, that's going to change, and then they're going to get a lot better and faster in the, I, I would say, short to midterm. But uh, we do have pizza shops on our list that want to get paid in crypto that do accept crypto. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, one of our, geez, we talked to the World Pizza Champions, and one of them was so excited that we were going to give him not only a pizza NFT, but Ethereum uh, <laughs> to pay him. He was, like, really excited, and we did not expect that. Who was it? Who was yeah. it? It was it was Billy. Uh, he he's friends with um with Mike and Tony Demonani from uh, World Pizza Champion. Billy Manzo is that got, in the room right here? Yeah, I think we got Billy in the audience. How wild! No, I don't think I think it's no, it was not Billy Manzo. But hey, uh, Billy, Billy, uh, Chef Billy is actually one of our pizza shops. Uh, I think we're doing. I think we're uh, pulling both of his pizza shops and and his charity into the World Largest Pizza Party. Hey, Chef Billy. Hi guys, Bruce. I'm sorry, dude. I'm at the gym chilling out. I just wanted to see uh, see what was going on, you know. But yeah, uh, we're involved, and you know, it's all positive, and we'll just take one step at a time, you know. I'll just listen, and uh, nice talking to you, brother. You too, guys. We're incredibly excited to go to uh, the World Pizza Games in Las Vegas this year, also. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys going like and having a booth, or are you just going there as part of the the expo and kind of hanging out? I think we're gonna have, have a, booth. a booth. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the goal? What's the goal for the booth? Just to sign up individual pizzerias. So the goal with our organization is is to create you know a global community of pizzaioli, and to assist them in sharing uh, information with each other, to help them all you know make better pizza and operate a better business and uh, you know just do better. So that's going to be our goal there. And we also have a house band that I think we're going to try and bring pizza collection. And I think to be honest, as we get closer, <laughs> we'll have a better idea, right? We have pizza party on our minds for this Saturday. Um, but some of the things we even talked about earlier is like, how do we educate the community or the retail space on crypto, DeFi, NFTs, et cetera, right? And so as much as we can steward all of these different resources that Snacks and I have been talking about today into that community, I think it would it would just be incredible. It would be a huge win and part of, you know, the mission for PizzaDAO. There's always been a talk in the pizza community of banning together. If all these independents came together as one community between the purchasing power or the marketing dollars, there's always been talk about them doing that, but for some reason, they never do it. There's always these rogue people who don't want to be involved with that or go against the grain. So how are you going to solve that problem? How are you going to build a community of pizzeria owners when they don't always agree on things and they can't always see eye to eye? How are you going to solve that problem? <laughs> I think it's an open question because, look, we don't, we haven't met them all and we haven't had the conversations and we're going to have to figure it out. But the way that decentralized finance and decentralized infrastructure has been working in the blockchain space, you let people vote. Um, you make, you really focus as much as possible on transparency. Transparency is basically goal number one. So everyone who's in the organization gets to see what is happening with the organization's resources, gets to see how the decisions are being made and gets to feel like they are a part of it. Like they, their opinions matter. 
and it's a bit of a social experiment. It's it's exactly what we've been doing in Pizza Now and bringing rare pizzas to the table, right? None of us really knew each other coming into this project. I met Snacks back in February, February 19th, right? I've known him for maybe four months. And within four months, this community of strangers all over the world managed to raise enough funds to throw the world's largest pizza party, right? Our treasury has $1.3 million in it. And that's because even though this community is diverse and disparate and scattered across the globe, we all share a common love for pizza. And at the end of the day, that's what we're motivated by is pizza. It's simple and maybe sounds silly, but it's real. And that's how we've managed to do this. And so um, even though there might be conflict or folks who disagree at different times, like Snack said, there's usually common consensus around certain things that allow the community to move forward. And that's exactly how it's gotten to where we are five days out from throwing the world's largest pizza party ever. All right. So where can people go if they're listening to this, whether they be on Clubhouse or on the podcast later, where should they go to sign up? Rarepizzas.com. Is that the home base? That is. And if you want to cut out the website, just go to signup.rarepizzas.com. It'll take you right to the form. Excellent. Now I have two other questions for you that kind of have to do with this, but kind of don't. How does one create an NFT for those listening? So it depends what platform you want to put it on, but generally you need an image, you need a description, and you need to decide, you know, what blockchain, what platform you want to mint it on. So OpenSea, really easy, Rarible, really easy. There are these new platforms on the new cheaper blockchains, really easy. Um, if, <laughs> if you're a pizzeria uh, owner or employee uh, and you want to learn this, we are the way to do We will help you. We would love to teach you. So go to our website, rarepizzas.com, and join our Discord. We'll show you. And Bruce, that's, you know, Max gave a simple answer. The answer isn't necessarily very simple. The simplest form of NFTs are like digital images, right? But they can be infinite, right? You can make an NFT of your house. You can make an NFT of a pizza, of a bottle of wine, right? It's really all about provenance and, and all of that. And so... It's, it's up to the creators to create their NFTs. What we've been operating in is like digital art, and that's where we've primarily been in, and that's what a lot of the NFT community that we interact with has been in. But there are folks who are using NFTs for real estate, right? It's, it's, pretty, um, it's pretty diverse and can be pretty complex. Uh, but like Snack said, the best way to get involved if you're an interested pizza shop owner is to is to get involved with Square Pizzas and we can help folks on board. And yeah, NFTs can also, they can represent invoices. Um, they can represent deeds, like Katrina was saying about houses. Like they can represent much more than just works of art. Like we, we believe that this is going to change how financial systems operate. If I, if I could, as I'm riding the bike, Bruce, I apologize. But I think Bruce has a tremendous amount of background dealing with different personalities within this lane called pizza. And I think Bruce is going to laugh when I say this. It all starts really simple. You have to have a conversation. You have to be willing and open-minded enough to talk to Christina and snacks like Christine and I did. And to simply take four steps back within an industry that controls 75% of the shredded cheese manufacturing in the United States and say, 
Let's have the conversation. That doesn't mean, as Bruce knows, that you have to want to be involved. But it's certainly, you've got to have the conversation because, as we all know, the consumer base and future pizzeria owner is changing overnight in our eyes. They're younger. They're more open. They want to have a team approach. I personally love every minute of it. I think it's fantastic to be able to have the conversation. And as Bruce knows, I don't want to speak for him, but there are a lot of people that Bruce and I know that aren't even willing to just have the conversation. And the cream will rise to the top. There will be relationships made. And that's what's important because life's too short. And I'll listen and keep riding the bike at the gym. (laughs) That's awesome, Billy. That's true. Thank you so much for that, Billy. Uh, My other question is, who buys the NFTs and why would they buy an NFT? It's a good question. So I think the population that buys NFTs right now are their art enthusiasts and their crypto enthusiasts. And when they buy our NFT, they recognize that they are participating in a historic event. They recognize that we are throwing the world's largest pizza party ever powered by cryptocurrency and they want to be a part of it. We had a guy (laughs) drop by our discord the other day and came to our, we have a pizza shop in the metaverse, right? In crypto boxes. He came like a 3d space that you can walk around. He came through and he spent $50,000 on our, that's as much as we gave the world pizza champions. He spent $50,000 buying our, our box art because he, believed in our mission here which is that we believe pizza is the best food in the known universe and that planet earth deserves to eat pizza so did he look at that as a donation like that fifty thousand dollars is gone or does he look at it as an investment that he could resell that later on for more money i think it could be both yeah i mean we sell collectibles right we have no promise on any return um, but it's funny what, what he said, he showed up on our discord after he made the purchases and he said, I just like pizza, right? He offered no other explanation <laughs> other than he likes pizza. And that's like, that's the NFT community in a nutshell. It's hard to prescribe, um, uh, reasoning behind NFTs, just like it is for baseball card collectors or Pokemon card collectors. We all have our reasons. For some, it's game. For some, it's collection. For some, it's the promise of a return, uh, none of which is guaranteed. But, uh, yeah, it's just really excited to see when folks – or it's really exciting to see when other folks uh, start to grasp the idea and want to contribute in whichever way makes sense to them. I love that. Any So if anybody has any questions, that's below. If you want to hop up, just raise your hand. Now will be the time. Just uh, a quick reminder – we're talking about pizza and NFTs. Katrina and Snacks are throwing the world's largest pizza party, uh, using NFTs to sell to kind of get the funds to throw the world's largest pizza party. So if you if you have a, a question, raise your hand now. We are recording this though, so if you come up on stage, you are giving us your consent to record your our, the conversation you have with us and put that on our podcast. Now's the time. If if anybody doesn't have any questions rarepizza.com is their website and snacks what was the website if pizza owners want to go and just bypass that and sign up yeah if you want to skip our website go to sign up dot rarepizzas 
rarepizzas.com. But if you forget that, just go to rarepizzas.com, click sign up, click the shop link, click the sign up link. You'll go to the form. We'll make it happen. And it doesn't cost them any money. They're actually going to get money plus money for their staff if they sign up. Yeah. $500 to give away pizza to the community, $125 for the staff. Now, do you guys see a lot of restaurant owners, pizzeria owners on Clubhouse in your rooms that you guys host? Yeah, we, so Mean Mug down there is a, is a pizzeria owner. Um, we have Chef Jess, uh, who is Crust Christopherson is her silly name in our Discord. She's a pizza chef in, in the Outer Banks, North Carolina. Um, this guy, Adrian, who is a, it's a pizza own, pizzeria owner in, uh, I think he's in, I want to say Texas, but I could be wrong. And he also does like autonomous drone operation too. He's a pretty cool guy. So yeah, we, we have found that people in the NFT community or just who are on Clubhouse, they pop up and they're like, hey, you know, I own a pizzeria. What's up? Yeah, Clubhouse has been a really fun way to meet a lot of different folks. Uh, not only pizza shop owners, I mean, we there's like mayors in small towns who are thinking of NFTs for for their communities, right? Like there are so many different folks who are trying to figure out how to enter into this space uh, to be early adopters and not get left behind. So for sure, pizza shop owners, but a lot of a lot of different folks that you just might not expect. Yeah, I love I love I can't say I love Clubhouse. I like it. I like some of the rooms that I go in, but some of the rooms that I go in are a hot mess and they're all over the place. And those drive me insane when you have a room and there's no agenda or the agenda isn't followed or it's all over the place. I get bored really quickly. So I love the fact of what you both said. You, the people that you can meet in clubhouse or talk to in clubhouse is there's no other place where you can do that. So that's the good part. The bad part is sometimes you hop in these rooms and you spend 20 or 30 minutes and you get nothing out of it. So here's the funny thing, Bruce. This started in a clubhouse room that was called the room about nothing, which is a room <laughs> that I was starting because I think probably a little bit like you, I get, I was getting kind of burnt out on clubhouse. I was getting kind of bored. And so I made the room about nothing as kind of a joke to open the space to talk about anything. And it became pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah. But I guess that goes to show you the power of Clubhouse. So do you host rooms on Clubhouse about pizza or about anything like specific topics, NFTs, Bitcoin, whatever? Yeah, absolutely. Um, We have a couple of clubs on here. We've got Pizza Dow. We've got Rare Pizzas. Uh, Snacks is also a moderator of NFTS.tips. So there are a couple of groups you could join to, to get involved with the NFT community, the Rare Pizzas project the pizza dow um yeah and so we've got a lot going on here we we do it all the time we're really trying to spread the word about uh altering all things web3 uh decentralization DeFi, etc and we've bought at least two thousand dollars worth of pizza for people on clubhouse just shouting out hey buy yourself pizza and send us a receipt <laughs> yeah we're all about free pizza that's pretty cool uh, all right, so rarepizza.com is the website. Thank you both, Katrina and Snacks, for joining me here on Clubhouse. I appreciate you joining me on the podcast. Uh, we'll keep in touch because I'm curious about NFTs and Bitcoin. I'm sure I'll hop in some of your rooms. Also, if you want some more information, rarepizzas.com is where you can go to sign up if you're an owner. Or if you want to purchase pizza, 
to sponsor, or not so much sponsor, but be a part of the world's largest pizza party. And when is that again? May 22nd, this Saturday. All right, thank you both. Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this room up? I don't think so, Bruce. Not for me. So grateful. Thank you for having us. Thanks for talking with us. I just want to thank Billy for stopping by the chat and also for being a part of this. It's it's amazing to you know to have built this community and to be able to work with uh, with such talented Pizzaiola. Excellent. I'll keep my eye on the room and the pizza party happening in a couple of days, and uh, maybe we'll do a follow up room. Let us know how it goes and where it goes from there. Maybe you do another pizza party next year. Oh, you can maybe sooner. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Bruce. Thanks, Chef Billy, and to Christine as well. All right, appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys later. Bye, everybody. Thank you to Katrina and Snacks on the Clubhouse for joining me on the podcast. Let me know if you join the world's largest pizza party and how it goes for you. It's interesting that they pay you for the pizza and they pay you some money to pay your staff to give them a tip or a little bit of a boost for their morale during this time. That's interesting. I, I like that. Let me know if you did join, if you listened to this podcast and you enjoyed it. Uh, if you're using NFTs or you take Bitcoin or any digital currency inside of your pizzeria or restaurant, let me know. I want to talk to you. I want to see how that's going because I think that is kind of the future. Uh, so that'll be interesting to me. Let me know about that. Join Pizza Summit 2021 by going to pizzasummit2021.com. Use the coupon code SPM Podcast or SPM Live and you get 50% off your ticket. Ticket price is 50 bucks normally, $24.50. If you use the coupon code for $24, I guarantee you one session about Google advertising or Facebook advertising is going to pay for that entire summit in the first session you watch. Promise you. All right. Thank you guys so much. Again, if you need an invite to Clubhouse, Bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com. Just put the headline Clubhouse as the title because if you don't, probably will miss it. And we'll see you right back here on next week's episode of the SPM Podcast.